0: I met you at a time where you were asking the question, who am I now?
1: Exactly. Like I was having a self-identity crisis when yes. we first met. And here we are three years later, Yeah. knocking out season one. I like, know. That's and so amazing. One. You're listening to Keep It Real, a weekly show for real,
0: soulful conversations concerning mental, physical, and spiritual health. With professional athlete and entrepreneur, Jarnell Stokes, and psychiatrist and mental health advocate, Dr. Denise McDermott. Arnell, I'm so excited. We get to meet in person here in Pacific Palisades to do season one wrap up of Keep It Real. What do you think?
1: I am stoked. Welcome to California. (laughs) I love this place. (laughs)
0: Yeah, do you want to tell, like tell me you got, you traveled across the country in an RV to get here. What was that like?
1: With my two uh, brothers, I would say it's like, when you're a kid, you can only imagine these type of things, you know, we're from the South. I grew up in Memphis where, uh, very segregated, I was, um, and now I'm able to travel the world. I mean, we went through Utah, we went up to Yellowstone, then we went across to, uh, through Vegas, to uh, San Diego, and now we're here in Palisades. I I freaking love this place. It's uh, so much nature and just beautiful scenery. I'm pretty sure it's somehow affecting us right now, right?
0: Absolutely, (laughs) so a couple things you and I started our show during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So we wouldn't even be here having this amazing moment. I think that's something for all of us to remember mm-hmm. that we have to adapt. So tell like like let's just you you came from China. You were in <laughs> China goodness. at the start of all this. about to win a championship, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, and we hadn't started then, right?
0: No, we had the idea. Well, actually, wait a second. You and I, we started started in our minds spiritually, (sighs) Mm -hmm. the karmic seeds were planted Mm -hmm. of our show in the summer of 2017. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. had your injury, you had just had an injury, one minute you're playing for the NBA, the next minute you're injured, and I met you at a time where you were asking the question who am i now
1: exactly right? exactly it's a tough question to ask you go your entire life i'm talking olympic gold medals you know a lot of cash a lot of different experiences around certified uncommon people and now you have to wake up the next day and ask who am i now <laughs> you know yeah. well, what am what am i going to do like i was having a self-identity crisis when yes. we first met and here we are three Years later, yeah. knocking out season one. Like, I know. That's and you so know what, amazing. What's
0: cool is when I first interviewed you, it was for the Dr. Denise show, and you were recovering from your injury. You had found incredible nutrition, mm-hmm. mindfulness. And the name of the podcast that we did together was pay it forward, nutrition, and positive mindset. Love it. So we we, um, already kind of planted (laughs) the seeds of all this.
1: Exactly. And on top of that, that was like my first time ever being a part of a podcast that would interview athletes and ask questions that just wasn't the typical you know, how is the game? You know, <laughs> what type of shoes are you wearing tomorrow? You know, what time What's your weight lifting routine? You know, we we talked about the world and life and macro macroeconomics, you know, the micro of what's going on around the world. It was just freaking so enticing. It pushed me for it, I would say. Ironically, that was the name. But going back to what you originally said about, you know, COVID, I was coming over from China like I was um Right, when I first heard the news, I was literally the best player on the best team in China. So right now, we would be having a championship. Had Do you want to give been, a shout out COVID. to
0: your fans in China?
1: Hey, shout out to China, Shane Jing. I hope I said that right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey. They have
1: a sense of humor, though. They, and they actually speak pretty good English there. It's amazing. But um,
0: So you were in China. Mm-hmm. And then I know from one of our friends that they started warning you, like Jay, like, you got to think about when you're going to come back to America. Yeah. So you were like kicking butt on the court, and then people back home were saying, hey, pay attention.
1: Yeah. So the then people, you made
0: the decision to come back.
1: The people back home were saying that. That's the key. But while I was there in China, no one, no one cared. <laughs> it seemed, just to be 1000% honest, uh, it just seemed as if inside my workplace, there was still a lot of, uh, Routine measures going on that yes, I typically uh, would do, but I had to, uh, and I had the flu on top of all this. That's what was more freaky about it than anything. So I you was had the flu, having symptoms, yeah, of the flu, and you were having um, them in January, forced. right? Mm-hmm. That's what's unbelievable. That's when it broke out, yeah. Wait,
0: so. <laughs> Jay Jarnell had the flu, and so did I. We actually <laughs> oh, wow. had it at the same time. I remember I'm that. Yeah. in Beach, California, wow. and my son and I had the flu so bad that I missed two and a half weeks of work. He lost 10% of his body weight. And then I still, I did the COVID antibody test like later in the spring, but we don't know because every day information changes on COVID. Mm -hmm. Like if you had it or didn't have it, but the bottom line is, is you had the flu and then you safely, you you made it back by the skin of your teeth Mm -hmm. to the United States. And then we started doing shows.
1: Yeah. And to get here, it was, it was tough. I mean, it was literally, I know I said it earlier in the podcast, but to reiterate, I am not joking, you guys, about the three masks, three socks, uh, two three jackets. Like this was first-time information. Like I was my first time hearing it was in China, and all I know was people were getting snatched off the street for not wearing masks. So I was like... So
0: you got on the plane, mm-hmm. first class, with your brother and your agent. Yep, you know, my This trainer. is from one of our shows. And you yep. were, like, layered up because you wanted to bring <laughs> as much clothes back. Yep. And it was, like, by the skin of your teeth that you actually got back home. They temperature checked Right, they were temperature checking, checking you. Oh,
1: my goodness. Jeez. And you like, got back. I had no idea that you would literally sweat and that would affect your temperature. Like, that yeah. was the last thing on my mind. Yeah. So I, w- I knew I was good by the time i got to the plane i was Mm -hmm. no longer sick
0: Yep. and they
1: told me to get off the plane yeah so i said you know what no (laughs) so you refused to get off the plane i'm saying i refuse and i said um just come back and test me in like two or three minutes they came back still failed so um
0: did you finally pass
1: yeah i passed after it took like 10 minutes though everyone
0: sometimes when you go to the doctor You can have elevated blood pressure. Sometimes when you're trying to escape out of another country during the pandemic, your temperature might be high. But the bottom line is you got here. You got here (laughs) safely. Yep. And all this- After
1: three missed flights.
0: Yeah, three missed flights. Wow. Mm -hmm. So a couple things. Number one, I'm so glad you safely made it back.
1: Yeah, seriously. Number
0: two, our work together has actually not even, we launched the season one, which we're doing the wrap up. Mm -hmm. But even prior to that, Jarnell and I have filmed in colorado in -hmm. california because when you're actually deciding to do work with someone and one of our big big passions is to have um, media with integrity Mm -hmm. we really got to know one another yep Mm -hmm. so i think that's important yeah because people might be like how did these two meet Mm -hmm. so we met on twitter and then we like did some shows yeah right yeah
1: we we met inside a a group with a group of doctors and a freaking what i would call a, a marketing guru marketing uh, guru
0: shout out to mike
1: mike my man we love you man i Money actually mike. called him i actually
0: <laughs> called him this morning to thank oh, nice. him nice said nice. that we were about to film and i said thank you so much for the introduction to jay because i practice nice. a lot of gratitude
1: awesome I, I, I owe him a call too but yeah, he, he's freaking brilliant and, and i remember when we met our first topics was about starting a media company. I don't,
0: did we film in Vegas that time? We didn't film in Vegas. So we've okay. actually, this is the first summer. Mm-hmm. This would have been the third summer I would have met you at NBA Summer League. Oh, so nice. I met you the first summer when you were playing for Double. Two times in Vegas. And by the yeah. way, I'm from Chicago. Shout out to Bulls fans. <laughs> My dad would be happy up in heaven. <laughs> Michael Jordan. Woo! There you go. Okay. Yeah. So you were playing for the Bulls. And then the next time was, was it Oregon? Were you playing for there's oh, yeah. Some, yep. 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 Yeah. 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 Uh, trailblazers, yeah yep. So I have got to see you play, too. So mm-hmm. like there's a lot that we've done to make this moment in the season of Keep It Real happen. Mm-hmm. And so let's talk a little bit about how we launched Keep It Real and like like with Kathleen and Kat. Do you want to tell a little bit about what some of the first episodes were about and how much fun we've had?
1: Yeah. Well, Denise has been great to me because I learned this extremely valuable word. Well, two words. neurostyle, epigenetics. I know we plan on doing another show on that, but I must say like I had no idea that if you just change your environment, what you put in, everything on the outside changes. Literally, no idea. So you can imagine a guy who's coming off of being this top 10, you know, very, very proud basketball player, professional around uncommon men to now I'm uh, having to just wake up every day, no job. I'm not very smart, so when I talk to friends or when I try to have conversations with people, it would just get neglected as if uh, he's just an athlete. Like, why is he telling us about religion or macroeconomics, you know? So, um,
0: can I do what I call a jump shot? Okay, so Jay and I do this thing sometimes where we're having topics and we have like an idea and we like, it might seem like we're interrupting but we're like so excited so we decided to call it Jump Shot. So (laughs) Jump Shot! Okay, so essentially I want to first of all say I think you're very smart. Thank you. And when I first met you, the very first time in person in Vegas, and also the types of words you were using on social media, I felt like you were connecting with like your own higher self, inner peace, and I think sometimes we all have different ways of showing our intelligence, and I'm very verbal. I also write, but I know you really well. You think about things, you integrate, and so my, people might or may have perceived you, but I, that's what we talk about with the word neurostyle. Mm-hmm. That we've, It's a word I came up with that is defined as we all process and perceive information in our own unique way. Yep. And that includes biological, psychological, Social cultural and spiritual. So what I want to say to you is you are already an embodiment in my opinion When you had your injury from the NBA and we're about to play for China You were working on what we say when we say epigenetics is that our environment our thoughts our actions and our words Influence our health physically and mentally. So I was so impressed with you because you had this injury and then you used all of these environmental things to thrive and we're going to talk more. So I just want to like compliment you. Yeah. So maybe like there's different perceptions and we keep growing together when we learn, like I learn things from you, you learn things from me. And so like season one, I think one of the big passions that we want to do and we want to continue to do with media is um, encourage people to think for themselves we brought Kathleen on board. Do you wanna tell everyone a little bit about Kathleen O'Toole and what we did in some of our first episodes of Keep It Real?
1: Yeah, well, Kathleen played a huge role in helping us uh, produce the show. She was considered somewhat our uh, producer. She helped us.
0: Moderator, yeah. voiceover. and she's
1: done a bunch of things
0: and what's so cool we always talk about trust and Kathleen and I have known each other since we were 11 years old mm-hmm. we we're in the gifted program we had to ride the little short bus for smart kids and Kathleen and I um, she's an Emmy award-winning news reporter a mother she's interviewed past presidents Snoop Dogg and one of her passions with media is to instill more hope And so I think from a spiritual alignment, Kathleen came aboard to help integrate the news, but also our intentions with the start of Keep It Real was to integrate the news in a mindful way where we give people a concept of education, inspiration, and hope. And I think that's something that, I think we really pulled that off. Do you think we did in this first season to start? Most
1: definitely.
0: We're so fortunate to have Kathleen and then Kat. Oh my gosh, I love Kat. Kat, I want to thank you because Kat is our associate producer Mm -hmm. and she was helping us. So during the pandemic, you just got home from the championship. I was doing telehealth and we launched the show on Zoom video. Kat was helping us produce it from Greece. She's a video editor from Gaia. So we have like this like super team of like great souls, which is what I love. And then we had such fun times, right? Like we interviewed Jess Shatkin from NYU. We interviewed the Parade Twins, Champion Mindset. Yep. We tried
1: we, to interview Beth
0: We were gonna um, get Dr. Harvard. Beth Frades from Harvard, but then what happened is, and this shows journal and I's resiliency, in the middle of starting our season, all of a sudden my computer stopped working, his stopped working, yep. and then like three weeks later, we're like, the show must go on. We're gonna do audio, right?
1: That was the quota. <laughs> the show must go on. Yeah, <laughs> Seriously. Because yes. everything was working against yes. us, that's what it seemed. It was even, for me, like it was hard for me at some points uh, in our communication style, I'm just being completely blunt, with all the civil unrest, I must say it hurt me on a mental level. It hurt me with business, spirituality. The civil uh, pop- unrest? So yeah, our show was going on doing civil unrest too. And it affected well, me mentally, spiritually, emotionally. Yes.
0: I'm going to go for it because I know you so well. So, a couple mm-hmm. things. Number one, I believe in the universe when you're doing something amazing, which mm-hmm. I think we had launched this show. Yeah. Things come at you to challenge you. Mm-hmm. So, everyone pay attention. When mm-hmm. you're doing something really good, sometimes um, we have things that balance out that are challenges. Yeah. So we had computers go down, then we were about to do a show mm-hmm. honoring Ahmed Aubrey, mm-hmm. and that's when the computers stopped working. Yeah,
1: definitely. Right? Mm-hmm.
0: And so then essentially, when we relaunched the shows, we wanted to address um, unconscious racism, yep. where our leaders, and I think you and I got super, I feel like we flipped a switch in our relationship. Because
1: mm-hmm.
0: you went to some protests. Yeah. And what did you? We were surprised at one of the protests in yeah, Colorado. Yeah, I remember sending
1: you a video. Yes. It was p- pretty intensive. Uh, I had no idea what to expect when I go to a protest. I mean, what do you expect if you go into a Black Lives Matter protest? Well, to see I, black people, right? Oh. <laughs> well, when I went, <laughs> for sure, I thought I was going to a Black Lives Matter protest, but it turned out to be white, Mexican, all type of Latinos, even Asians were there, you know, supporting the call. So, my attention and it may have just been underneath the surface, I don't know, but for some reason, my tension was just released. And you say you saw it, Oh, big I felt time. it. <laughs>
0: yeah. I was so relieved myself, because we've actually covered this, that you grew up in the South and I grew up in the North, mm-hmm. and even though we have an age difference, uh, when I was growing up, when I was 11 years old, I was doing a talent show to the song, you know, Super Freak, yeah. right? Yeah. I did a the talent show freak. with Joaquin and Traka. Oh, nice. So I like already have like integration and I know that I was in a very still, very white neighborhood, mm-hmm. but I always had friends of all different colors. What, what
1: did you do at the talent show super quick? Oh my gosh. There was this
0: dance move called the gigolo.
1: Dr. Denise. <laughs>
0: but that's really funny. <laughs> Who would ever think that at 11 years old it would be okay to be on stage doing a dance move called the gigolo. I know. I'd probably get in trouble now. <laughs> <Yeah. right? laughs> anyway, so we did a dance move called the gigolo cause I love to dance. But what I learned though from you and I is that you shared with me um, some of the ways that you've had racism against you. And we're gonna talk more about this in other quick episodes. We already did, Mm -hmm. but this is the wrap up. So I feel like I got really close to you. Like I feel like I understood you more. You understood me more. And I'm so sorry that I met Aubrey and George Floyd. I'm so sad about all the lynchings. Um, And I think what's really important is that you and I, we're not just talking about doing something, we're an embodiment. Mm -hmm. Because the way we change systemic racism is we have to be able to work together with all different um, color, all different race, gender, sexuality, and have discussions where we're not afraid right
1: yeah it's important for us to be to have integrity yes and to show hope yes. alongside with what's going on in the media and how yes. we're seeing how they're able yes. to just i don't want to say control cuz nobody controls the next person but i see a lot of spirits and emotions being changed from what they see and it's uh, just mixed perspectives.
0: So that's actually a great way to wrap this conversation up mm-hmm. because I really respect your character, your mind. I respect Kathleen's. I respect the guests we're gonna have on the show. And I also respect all of our viewers mm-hmm. because we wanna make sure everyone knows that your own neurostyle, your own way you process and perceive the world, that that matters and that we have to have tolerance we have to have patience just like we had in our relationship. Yep. You guys, there's could be a whole little uncut version. We'll do that later. Yeah. Of some that's... of the bumps that we went through to get here.
1: Yeah. Correct.
0: <laughs> yeah. We Are had some serious you talking sparks. about... Uh, no, we don't just name names. Yeah, it's that's what like I was going to say initials. <laughs> the names we shall not name. No, even no oh, initials. I like that. I like that. The yeah. names we shall not name that even tried to get us against one another. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of like the world's trying to do a lot of divisiveness. You and I have mastered that in our own relationship. Yep. So I feel like we're really kind of like the real deal yeah. with doing keep it real together. I'm so excited about future seasons, and one of the things we like to do is ask each other, how do you do? keep it real this week, Jarnell? <laughs> how did you keep it real this week while you were traveling and everything? Well, I
1: kept it real because I uh, took my brothers and we went and saw the world. It was like a situation where I'm the type of guy, I will work 20 hours a day. I will put in 36 hours straight. Mm-hmm. If there's something I'm passionate about, you can ask... Like my brother, I will literally stay up and just ignore (laughs) suffering. And that's if I'm, you know, it's certain projects that get you in that mood. But for this week. I went on vacation. Like, That's how you kept it real. It's unlike me. I'm 26 years old and he doesn't this sound is good, right, unique.
0: right? Actually, but, a couple of things. One of the reasons why I was laughing is Jarnell has famous for sending me late night texts in the middle of the night so I can vouch for you that he <laughs> yeah. does. He stays up to all hours. Yeah. And number two, um, recreation, which is what you're doing, means recreate. Mm. And it's incredibly important because you're probably going to be like even 10 times more productive mm. with less hours now.
1: Denise, how, um, how do you keep it real? <laughs>
0: how have I been keeping it real? Yeah. Well, I just so everyone knows, I work out of my home doing telehealth. I've got this totally like wild child, beautiful soul, my son. And how I keep it real is I keep it real by being creative mm. and doing shows with you, doing shows with other people. And that's how during this pandemic, I've um, really kind of taken my own mental health to the next level by keeping with my fitness routine and being creative. Nice. And I'm so excited to be here with you.
1: I'm excited too. So much more. I look forward to season two. Me too. It'll to be a blast. Yeah, I can't so wait much to see you. <laughs> too.
0: Thanks, Jay. Thank you.